1: Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host Shelby Shear, and I'm here with a very elated
0: I am excited. Jason
1: Shear, and we just watched Arizona defeat close game. It's just a super close Battle game tested against Stanford. And no, it was not close as we will get into uh Jason's prediction from last night was uh I believe it was about 9 points. But you did say you wouldn't be surprised if right. Arizona did blow out Stanford, which is what happened. Final score of 85-57. to 57. Arizona um, clearly feeling itself tonight. Was what happened what you expected, Jason?
0: I, I thought there was the potential for Arizona to blow them out. Obviously, I, I picked a nine-point victory for Arizona. I thought it would be one of those games where they're in control but never able to really pull away. Clearly, I was wrong. Uh, they were always in control and able to pull away. And I'm
1: sure you're pleasantly happy to be Right,
0: wrong. yeah. And, um, you know, it, it comes down to uh, Stanford's offense was bad. And we had mentioned, you know, in, in the preview podcast that Stanford wasn't a good defensive team. Um, and defensively, Stanford just had nothing to offer Arizona. I mean, Arizona missed 15 threes and only 10 twos. Um, you know, and, and so when when you're doing that, you're shooting 55% from the field. Stanford's only hope was that its offense would be picking it up. Uh, instead, in the second half, it goes 9 of 38, finishes the game 30% from the field, um, finishes the game 30% from behind the arc, 50% um, from the free throw line, 17 turnovers. Um, and what's crazy is, like, the, you know, they rebounded, they still didn't score all that. Um, it, it was just... It, from the first minute of the game, you knew that uh, there was such an athleticism difference in this game um, that there was really nothing—nothing—that uh, Stanford was going to be able to do about it.
1: Really. Um, this feels like a moot point. Or if you watch Friends, Joey would always say a moot point. What was the difference in the game?
0: Yeah, I mean it. Th- It goes back to just, (laughs) sometimes one team's better than the other. Sometimes,
1: you mean the number three team in the whole country?
0: Right, and there's, you know, you'll see college basketball upsets, and a lot of times it's because one team's cold and the other team's hot, whatever it may be. This is one of those cases where if Arizona played Stanford ten times, Arizona would win by 20 ten times right um you know and 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 i don't buy the empty arena excuse because like we said and like i wasn't joking arizona would have had more fans um in in arizona you know it's just there was nothing that they could do stanford could do with arizona's athleticism and strength and really you know even though stanford's not a great offensive team the defense uh was just ridiculous i mean arizona had eight block shots five steals Um, They had plenty of sequences where, you know, like Pelo Larson got the two blocks on that one sequence. And Omar Ballo gets. I mean, there was just nothing Stanford could do inside um, at all. 20 points in the paint. Arizona had 48. Um, It's just one of those games, you know, uh, the difference is that one team is good and the other team isn't. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
1: Well, uh, (laughs) Arizona killed Stanford. We know that. But sometimes, you know, we need to find the lessons and everything. and is there something that you're concerned about? Yeah, Which we'll get to. There's an injury, but like overall is there some room for improvement.
0: Tommy Lloyd said it after the game. Um, he had he actually had a, a decent reasoning for the, the rebounding differential. Arizona um, was only out rebounded by three, 42 to 39, but Stanford got an insane. 21 offensive rebounds mm-hmm. um now the good part is when i'm not sure they only got 14 second chance points um, so they only scored on like you know seven of those but um you know the the key was you know tommy lloyd said look when a team shoots 30 percent and they're missing you know 40 39 shots i think they missed or it's 49 shots right they missed 49 shots they're going to get some rebounds um the key is what they do with those rebounds and yeah it's a concern but again arizona had to go small For a large chunk of the game, Um, Lloyd said that his biggest concern was the amount of turnovers. Um, Stanford wasn't a good defensive team, but Arizona still had 14 turnovers. Now, Stanford only had five points of that, um, but you can tell that, you know, in an ideal world, Tommy Lloyd wants that number to be around 10. I didn't think there were many sloppy turnovers tonight. Um, You know, in other games where they've hit that 20 mark, and this is the lowest I think they've been in four games, there were some bad turnovers. Um, Some of these were offensive fouls. I didn't think there were that many bad turnovers, right? Like one of them was Jordan Maine. So really they had 13 turnovers. Um, and, and so I guess, you know, against a better team, you'd be concerned about the 21 offensive rebounds against a, you know, but with that being said, Stanford's the second biggest team in the conference only to Arizona. You know, we said it the other night, Stanford is a, a very good rebounding team. Um, it's going to be probably the best rebounding team Arizona faces. And it was right there in the glass except for the offensive rebound. So it's a concern, but it's also not something where it keeps you up at night. Because at the end of the day, you still won by 28 points.
1: True. That's a good buffer. Um, you know. And if you are going to be good at one thing, if rebounding is your thing, then it's a good thing they showed up and did that one thing tonight. Yeah,
0: Stanford can be proud. They can they be offensive proud. offensive rebounded. Um,
1: but the other concern, obviously, is that uh, Tubellis' ankle injury happened tonight pretty early on. What does that mean? What did uh, Tommy Lloyd say after the game?
0: Yeah, so Tommy Lloyd, after the game, said it was a sprained ankle and then went into complimenting the other bigs, um, which we'll get to in a second. It, it's obviously a concern. I mean, he is one of the better players on Arizona. He's a crucial piece. Uh, he had four points in the first seven minutes. He was on his way to to a big game. Um, Stanford had nothing to offer him. Um, it, it forces Arizona to go smaller. There's not a lot of depth in the post, even though Umar is a good player. Um, he's pretty much the only other post player that Arizona can rely on. Um, Now, the key is, is it a high ankle sprain or a low ankle sprain? You know, a low ankle sprain, he's going to be back sooner. A high ankle sprain can be a real pain in the butt. Um, You probably don't need him to beat Cal. You definitely need him to beat UCLA. So Tommy Lloyd said the trainers and all them are going to do what it takes to get him to 100%. Um, If he's, let's say he's 80%, do you still not play him against Cal? You could beat Cal without him. Um, or do you play him like 10 minutes? You know, it's.
1: I would give him some short minutes, see how he does take right. him out if we're completely destroying him. So
0: it is obviously a, a very big concern, mostly because we don't know. The good thing is nothing seems to be broken. If it was, he wouldn't have been there. He would have been taken for x-rays or whatever it may be. Um, but a high ankle sprain would obviously keep him out for a while. But it's not like a season-ending deal or anything like that. Arizona's 15-1. and one. He's going to, in the long term, unless there's something that they're not able to see at this point... Um, he's going to be fine. Um, but, again, the bigger concern isn't Cal. It's, it's that UCLA game on Tuesday. And, um, you know, in a way, it, it actually helped that it happened tonight because it gives them some time to adjust. It happened early in the game. You saw what Arizona could do with their small lineup. Um, they were aggressive. The passing was fantastic. Again, 20 assists on 31 made buckets, which is just ridiculous. Um, and, you know, 15 fast break points. They defended really well they may just have to go small. And so the good thing is he was able to go to that small lineup. He was able to give Umar 22 minutes. And so at least they know where, you know, it didn't happen against a team like UCLA. We're like, oh crap, now we got to adjust. No, the adjustment came tonight. Uh, It worked well against Stanford. Let's see if it has to be used against Cal. And then all of a sudden you have experience playing that small lineup, as opposed to now you're facing the second or third best team in the conference. And that happens. Um, And then you're kind of making it up or, or seeing how it does on the fly.
1: And finally... To get to our boy, Balo, uh, who is our player of the night. We're just going to say player of the evening. Um, Career high, 21 points. He really showed up. There's been glimmers of this the last couple of games. We've even complimented him the last couple of podcasts. But he really shined tonight because he had to shine.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, we are much more concerned about Tubelis's injury if Umar doesn't put that game together. Um, Christian Coloco... On paper, he should have had a much better game. Yep. Um, you know, some of them are ticky tack fouls, one or two of them. But he needs to be better. Three turnovers. I mean, played nine minutes and had you know four fouls and three turnovers. Not great. Um, had the six points. You know, he gets the dunk at the beginning of the second half. You're like, okay, he's going to play better next time down court. He gets uh, the 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 foul, the bad foul. Um, you know, and obviously two fouls. So now you got Umar, and all of a sudden Umar's the best player on the court. Like, think about like not Ben. You know, not Kerr tonight. Um, it was Umar Balo. Seven mm-hmm. of eight from the field, seven of nine from the line. Only turned the ball over once. Finished with six rebounds. There was nothing that Stanford could do. Balo had 21 points in the paint. Stanford had 20.
1: It's just it was, it was incredible.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, it, there was nothing. And Tommy Lloyd, if you listen to Tommy Lloyd talk about Umar Balo, I mean, Tommy loves all his players, obviously, but there's something there with Umar because Umar came from Gonzaga. He's seen the struggles that the kid has, has undergone. And he talks about him with like with love. Like he always says, when, whenever you ask about Umar, the first thing he said is he says is, I'm so proud of Umar. I mm-hmm. love Umar. Because the kid struggled. He I mean he he had, had his struggles and he transferred and um, he's had mixed, you know, mixed moments at Arizona. But this was the Umar Balo game. Twenty-one points in twenty-two minutes. They're gonna need him moving forward. Whether or not Tubelis is injured, it doesn't matter. They're gonna need Umar playing 15, 20 minutes a game, and uh, he was absolutely fantastic. He deserves a ton of credit. All um, those
1: blocks tonight, too.
0: Yeah, was, I mean. On
1: both sides of the court, it, very impressive. You know,
0: they, they gave Arizona eight blocks. I think Arizona had, like, 18 blocks. Like, they only gave Ballo two. They gave Pella three. Coloco had two. It felt like they were – I think what happened was it felt like they were redirecting every Stanford shot. Like, even when Stanford got decent looks and actually finally got inside – um, they were missing shots at the rim uh, because Arizona was just all over. Stanford, here's your stat of the night. Stanford okay. was 8 of 22 on layups. Wow. Okay, layups.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Arizona was 14 of 16.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How are you 8 on like eight on 22 on layups? That's insane. Yeah, those are and easy that, points. And that shows, and only two fast break points. So everything that Stanford scored was earned. I mean, point eight points per session, uh, which is just awful. Arizona was at 1.19, which is great. Um, it, it's just, it was, uh, an, an ass kicking. It oh, was. Raider yeah. Hard Podcast.
1: So there's one thing as far as my concerns, and I said this during the game, you know what I'm going to say.
0: Bolo is life. I, stole I did premier. say
1: Bolo is life and Jason stole it and he put it on Twitter and he acted like he didn't know me. That wasn't very nice. Um, but no, you know what my concern is, is our three point shooting. And then on the other side of the ball is just our, our perimeter defense. You know, that's one area that could be cleaned up. Kind of just some silly, you know.
0: Getting,
1: yeah. I don't know. Getting caught up in, you know, they're they're just, just doing getting, some silly uh, stuff.
0: You're getting a little selfish with the I'm perimeter not. defense stuff. I'm were, just Stanford saying. Stanford shot 30. percent My boy Michael Okano, who I said sucked, uh, had eight points. We
1: should be <laughs> shooting some better threes. We're gonna need those. I at, will say. The big dance.
0: The three point shooting is interesting because Arizona's not we very don't need good them, at it,
1: but we should. And
0: is still like the number besides Gonzaga, the number two offensive scoring team in the nation, without the ability to hit that, there's going to be one game. I don't know what game it's going to be. Arizona goes like 12 of 18 from three and, and drops a hundy. Yeah, it's like what it Gonzaga happens. did last week when they had like two 100-point games and they dropped 110 or whatever it was against BYU or whatever. Um, I, I still refuse to believe that they're this bad of a three-point shooting team. Kirk Risa came back, 7 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 1 of 5 from 3. Pella, 1 of 4 from 3. Kirk's a better three-point shooter than that. I um, didn't play last game. I bet he he plays better against Kyle. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a concern, three-point shooting, it's weird. They're, they should be better than they are. And if they become too heavily reliant on it, which they were a little bit tonight, um, then, yeah, it will become an issue. Thank you. No, thank you.
1: Thank you for acknowledging you stole my line. Balo is life, trademark, putting it into the trademark office tomorrow. That's By the my- way.
0: I'm just looking at this Stanford box score. Man, they were really bad.
1: They were. That, we just did a whole <laughs> recap
0: about it. I mean, Jaden Delaire is their best player. Two of eight for eight points. Spencer Jones, my boy Harrison Ingram. I said that he, him versus Tubelis, would be the matchup. He played 27 minutes. Tubelis played seven, and he only had one more point than, than Tubelis. The, the
1: injured person. Um,
0: yeah. I like Issa Silva, freshman guard. They didn't have Noah Tates, who's injured. Um, sat out Sam Baskin. My boy, Brandon Angel, 2 of 10. Uh, James Keith should literally not be playing basketball in the Pac-12, but proud of him for having one point and three turnovers in 11 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was just...
1: Uh, it was it was pretty impressive how poorly they executed, on I, literally almost every level. I over-level. think
0: eventually we have to get together and admit that the Pac-12 outside of three... I'll give you four teams. I'll give you UCLA, USC... Arizona, and Oregon.
1: How come Arizona's not first on that list? I'm
0: just naming teams. It's oh. not It's not, not in order. Okay. The next eight teams absolutely suck.
1: They do. And it's It's embarrassing, too, on TV when people talk about the strength of Pac-12. The announcers are saying it tonight a couple of times. Nope, that's not right. It's four teams.
0: And the problem that Arizona has when it becomes March and their seeding teams, and I'm not saying Arizona won't be a one or two seed. That's not what I'm saying. Is they're gonna look at teams in the SEC or whatever it is, like an LSU or an Auburn, and they're gonna say, okay, you know, Auburn played LSU, they played Bama, they played Kentucky, and Arizona played, you know, Sisters of the Poor and one game against, like it's it's, like they haven't rescheduled the Arizona USC game, like they need that game needs to be played for Arizona's sake. Arizona's actually better off playing that game and losing than not playing it at all. Right. Like that's how bad the Pac-12 is, and. Um, We saw it with Stanford. I mean, Utah should have probably beat UCLA. But at the end of the day, like you said, when we were watching, bad teams lose and good teams win. And UCLA finds a way to win that game.
1: No, and I said that's the difference between an elite team and a good team. Good teams that win, elite teams know how to close. And Uh, you see that in basketball, and you see that in football.
0: I will say this about UCLA. Oh, God. I can't believe I'm getting into this. They're not playing good basketball. They
1: are not. They're playing down to the level of their opponent. All
0: all of a sudden, that game Saturday against Colorado – Becomes a big game. Like, what happens if Arizona has a two-game lead in the Pac-12 going into that UCLA game on Tuesday?
1: That'd be great.
0: You're literally... I'm not getting... I'm, I am getting ahead of myself.
1: That's
0: okay. Arizona beats UCLA on Tuesday. Let's say they beat Cal. They they have a three-game lead in the Pac-12 almost. It's, it's over. It's
1: very early. It's done. So, yeah, it's over.
0: It's done. Because Arizona's not losing four games in the conference.
1: No, I mean, it's, it's very promising. It's hard not to get ahead of ourselves, but every time we see... Arizona injuries are no, someone's stepping up. The bench is so deep. I mean, it's it's it is exciting, and I it is the twenty-fifth anniversary, of the nineteen ninety-seven national championship. Oh my so God, look at you. yeah, you know the greatest day. By the way, the greatest day.
0: As I'm recording this, and it's going to move around a little bit. Arizona's third in Ken Palm. They just moved up like six spots. Boom. All of a sudden, their defense is. And people say Arizona's offense, and that's the conversation. No, the and defense I get it.
1: was smothering tonight. Arizona like, on Ken Palm has so the fourth best has the
0: fourth best defense in the country right now. Like they are defending their butts off. There is nothing that Stanford uh, could do in that game.
1: Mm-mm. So, good job, Arizona. Hopefully, you know
0: Azulas uh, uh, is back. Azulas blah, <laughs> I like that new nickname. Yeah. Azulus
1: Jubelis. We'll be back. It is late. This is late for late. us. Bear as down, far wake as up. Bear down, wake up.
0: Wake up, bear down. Mm.
1: No, I like the other one. I like the um, bear down o'clock. That was good, but we've already done that. So now we're bear bear down, wake up.
0: Uh, what were you we supposed to do on Sunday with the one o'clock game? Like I that know. gives you the rest of the day.
1: Like we we we're making plans for Saturday that don't involve sports.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to watch the UCLA game. Now.
1: Oh, I know. Me too.
0: Maybe I'll go to the ASU game. ASU... Do they play? Yeah. No.
1: I don't want to go to ASU man.
0: That's good because they're on the road anyway. Here we go, <laughs> ASU Stanford hottest game of the year. Wow. Colorado UCLA is going to be hot. That's all I got. I'm uh, I'm going to go right up the post game article now. I appreciate you for listening.
1: And I'm going to snuggle Bianca.
0: To the that sounded like you're cheating on me, but it's our dog. Well, I mean it's actually. our dog. <laughs> like,
1: I'm snuggling <laughs> well, our dog. I'm
0: going to snuggle Tommy Lloyd quotes. <laughs>
1: All right. All right. (laughs) Go do your job, weirdo.
0: With that being said, uh, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for joining us.
0: You want to try this ending a little better than you did last time, Shel?
1: First of all, you (laughs) made it seem like we were over, and then you...
0: You're right. I can't. So everyone say goodbye. Shelby, hit it.
1: Whatever. Good night.